The Dallas Stars started the week out on a strong note with a 4-1 win over the Arizona Coyotes at home to close out their three-game homestand. On today's show, I'll give you a full recap and reaction of last night's game, talk about the things I liked and maybe uh, a concerning issue that maybe isn't as concerning as you might think. And then to end the show, we will talk about the return of Ben Bishop. All of this coming up on a Tuesday edition of Locked on Stars. Your Locked On Stars, your daily podcast on the Dallas Stars. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Howdy, Stars fans. Welcome back to the Locked On Stars podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, Dane Lewis. It is Tuesday, December 7th. Uh, yet again, another day that we get to celebrate a Dallas Stars win. They have now extended the win streak to seven, the home win streak to eight. Uh, and if the Stars win their next game against the Vegas Golden Knights, they will have set a new franchise record for consecutive wins. So still a very exciting time to be a fan of this Dallas Stars team. They they ruined the homecoming for Anton Roselle and uh, Louis Erickson uh, playing his 1000th uh, career NHL game. So hats off to Louis Erickson on that. Um, but still, uh, as, as bitter as that is for them, sweet for the Dallas Stars, sweet for the fan base, uh, and excited to break down this game and talk all about it. But before we get into all the good stuff, got to let you know that today's episode is brought to you by Omaha Steaks. The holidays are around the corner, and finding the perfect gift can be tricky. Omaha Steaks makes it easy to send friends and family an unforgettable gift guaranteed to be loved. Go to omahasteaks.com and enter NHL into the search bar to order the perfect gift package. Thank you for stopping by today's episode of Locked on Stars. Whether this is your first time here or you are a recurring listener, thank you for making Locked on Stars your first listen of the day. Be sure to subscribe and follow the podcast wherever you get your podcast at. Uh, it's absolutely free on podcasting platforms as well as on YouTube where we have crossed 90 subscribers. So if you do feel so inclined, go ahead and hit that subscribe button on the Locked on Stars YouTube page and get us to 100. Again, thank you guys for all the follows and subscriptions. But without any further hesitation, let's talk about last night's big win over the Coyotes. Uh, and this, uh, it wasn't necessarily the prettiest win. Uh, I know that a lot of the broadcast team on Bally Sports was saying that, and I, I certainly agree. Uh, you know, we've talked about in both matchups this season with the Coyotes that Dallas is clearly the better team uh, on paper, but also just on the ice they've shown at times. Um, but the Stars seem to be treading water a little bit uh, in the first two periods. The game felt very close and was kind of, I don't know if dead's the right word, um, but just felt like not a whole lot was happening. Uh, throughout most of the game in the first period outside of the goals from Rupe Hintz uh, and Shane uh, Gustafsbear. Um, but it, yeah, it was just kind of weird to see. And obviously, um, both teams coming off pretty long extended breaks, especially the Stars, who haven't really had that many uh, three-game breaks that, that this season, um, you know, coming off a weekend off. Uh, you know, obviously not 
necessarily hot and warm from going over their past uh, week or so. Um, so, uh, you know, maybe excusable a little bit, but just kind of weird to see that they were um, just kind of getting by in the first few periods. But they did what good teams do, what great teams do, and they closed out a game against an inferior opponent at home. Uh, wins like this are so valuable because, you know, you need to beat these bad teams, uh, these rebuilding teams. So that way, if and when you do lose to the good teams, uh, you know, you still have that room for error because obviously when you match up against a good team like Minnesota uh, or maybe Toronto, Florida, uh, a team like that, you know, a loss then doesn't hurt as bad because you're getting wins when you're definitely able to get the wins and you should be getting the wins. Uh, and Jamie Benn, my star of the game, could have gone to just about yeah, several players, could have gone to Jacob Peterson, could have gone to Radulov. Um, but Jamie Benn obviously scoring uh, two huge goals down the stretch. Uh, he, you know, you cannot deny the greatness of his play at the end of this game. His first goal coming with three seconds left on the power play. So the Stars power play stays hot. Uh, I believe they went one for four on the evening. Uh, and like I said, three seconds left on the power play. The captain, uh, you know, puts it home. Um, and that gave Dallas a three to one lead. Um, obviously a nice cushion there, but then he wasn't done. Uh, his second goal came off of a very nice steal at the Arizona blue line. The Coyotes were trying to exit their own zone, trying to get a push going, trying to, you know, get back into this game. And Jamie Ben stuck his stick up in the air, knocked the puck down, and then had a really nice connection with Radulov, uh, who had a two assist night himself, had a very good night. Like I said earlier, uh, cannot, you know, forget the efforts of Alexander Radulov in this game, uh, he even connected um, on Jacob Peterson's goal, the game winner. Uh, super exciting to see Jacob Peterson get a game winner as a rookie. He continues to be very impressive. Um, obviously had his first goal of the evening taken away because he kicked it in. Uh, pretty blatant. <laughs> obviously, the refs got that call right. The review took about three seconds for them to look and see. And even Jacob Peterson knew everyone else was celebrating, but he knew and looked up at the ref uh, and knew that that goal was not going to count. But he stuck with it. He was persistent. He was relentless. And he he ends up bearing a goal to give Dallas the lead, and they never looked back from that lead. Uh, and again, Alexander Radulov with an excellent pass from behind the net uh, on that play. I noticed it during the broadcast, but then going back afterwards and watching uh, the condensed highlights of the game, Man, maybe one of the best plays of the year so far. Just a beautiful, well-placed pass from Rads. Uh, and then Peterson, of course, in a nice position to put the puck in between the legs uh, of, of Wedgwood of Arizona. Um, and, you know, obviously, like I said, not the prettiest win, but the boys came together at the end of the game down the stretch to put it away uh, and, you know, build that comfortable lead and snag two crucial points. And these points are super crucial because the Central Division stays chaotic. You currently have Minnesota at the top with 35 points, a, a pretty considerable margin uh, at the top of the pack there. But then there is a four-way tie uh, for second place between Dallas, Colorado, Winnipeg, and St. Louis. Each of those teams has 28 points, and then Nashville has 27. So they're not too far behind themselves. Uh, you know, we've been saying it all season long, and just like I predicted, this is the most competitive division in the NHL this year, I would say, uh, and it's certainly living up to the hype right now. Uh, Dallas took a little bit to look, took a little bit of time to get going, and took a little bit to uh, get to the party, but they showed up fashionably late. But they are here; uh, they are certainly uh, causing trouble here in this crowded Central Division. But that just makes it very, very exciting. I love to watch these competitive division games. Uh, obviously, you know, like I said. Uh, Arizona 
um, or on yesterday's show, Arizona and the other teams we're going to play this week are now, you know, there's a target on the Dallas Stars back. So we're going to be getting the best game from each opponent as long as this win streak continues. Uh, so certainly lots of credit to Arizona for, you know, sticking with it and giving Dallas a pretty competitive game overall. That four to one score, as nice as it looks, is not necessarily representative of how this game went as a whole. But the momentum has been gathered for the Stars. Uh, two huge win points at home, three, you know, wins in a row on this homestand uh, after traveling to Arizona and, and winning after Thanksgiving. Um, but now, you know, it gets really tough with three straight road games against some pretty quality opponents, uh, some a little more quality than others, but still always difficult to play on the road. Uh, and, you know, especially difficult when you're defending your win streak on the road uh, with hostile crowds, uh, you know, really talented players that know what, what's happening. Uh, these players are aware of the streaks like the Stars were aware of the McDavid streak and the Colorado six game win streak a few weeks ago. Uh, these teams are going to be ready. Vegas is going to be very excited for this opportunity to knock Dallas off of the saddle and ruin the win streak. But I think Dallas is going to be ready for the challenge. Uh, you know, like I said, the momentum has been gathered. They did what they need to do. And now they have all the confidence in the world going forward on this road trip. And obviously they will have a day in between to get prepared. Well, coming up next, we will continue to talk about last night's game uh, and talk maybe a little bit about more of the negative things. I wouldn't say negative is the word, but take a deeper look at some of the numbers from last night's game and just break that down as a whole to, to make this win uh, maybe feel a little more clear um, and maybe not as ugly of a win, if that makes sense. But we will get to that in just a second. But before we do that, I do want to say thank you to some of the sponsors of today's episode, the first of those being Omaha Steaks. The holidays are around the corner. And finding the perfect gift can be very, very tricky. Omaha Steaks makes it easy to send friends and family an unforgettable gift guaranteed to be loved. Go to omahasteaks.com and enter NHL into the search bar to order the perfect gift package. For $99.99, you'll get 24 entrees like the world-famous bacon-wrapped filet mignons, chicken breast, sides, desserts, and so much more. When you use code NHL, you'll also get an additional eight Omaha Steak burgers for free with your orders. You guys do not want to miss out on this. This is some of the best meats in the world that you can get for $99.99. We've, we've all heard the reports about shortages and shipping delays, so don't wait. Order the perfect gift package today at omahasteaks.com, and you'll get eight free burgers when entering the code NHL. Achieve gifting greatness with Omaha Steaks. Incredible flavor, incredible value, and 100% guaranteed. OmahaSteaks.com, keyword NHL. Today's episode is also brought to you by Boost Mobile. You listen to podcasts for the power of knowledge. You switch to Boost Mobile for the power of saving money. Get three unlimited data lines for 30 bucks a month per line and a free 5G phone when you switch so you can get the latest episodes of your favorite podcast from anywhere. All on one of America's largest 5G networks. More power to save with Boost Mobile. Free phone limited to new customers and one per line. Additional restrictions apply. Offers and coverage not available everywhere or for all phones or networks. See BoostMobile.com for more details. Moving on to the next segment of today's episode of Locked on Stars, your first listen of the day. I want to take a moment and take a look at some of the stats of last night's game uh, and talk about how a little bit lopsided they were and maybe make the result uh, an overall vibe and feel of this game maybe feel a little off. Uh, but, but definitely just wanted to take a look and acknowledge this because I think it's very interesting. And, you know, I never really thought that there was a moment in this game where I thought, you know, Arizona might win. Uh, obviously, the Gossespierre goal was filthy, really nasty dangle there for the goal. Uh, 
credit to him. He's one of the best players on this Arizona team. Uh, we know we talked about that in the, the preview for the first game a few weeks ago. Um, certainly a talented player. One of the best goals that's probably been scored against the Stars this season as far as just how great it looked and how impressive of a goal it was. Uh, but it only tied the game. Uh, Arizona never had the lead in this game. Dallas never trailed. Um, but Arizona still found a way to stay in this game. And it felt like in the first two periods that Dallas was allowing them to stay in this game. Uh, you know, Dallas won the faceoff percentage in this game, but it was only 53 to 47. Um, and obviously Dallas has been a great team in the faceoff circle this season. And, you know, I think a lot of their wins are often as a result of how they win faceoffs and either establish themselves in the offensive zone or, you know, winning faceoffs and clearing the defensive zone. Um, but Arizona, you know, did a really good job of, of winning a good amount of faceoffs tonight and putting the pressure on Braden Holtzby and the Stars. Uh, but if we look at some of the deeper numbers, though, Dallas kind of led the way. Uh, and it was it was just kind of one of those weird things where a team dominates uh, at some of the more deeper stats of the game. But, you know, the score might not represent that. Uh, you look at the final score, obviously, like I said, four to one is not representative of how this game was as a whole. But just looking at, you know, some of these deeper analytic stats, um, you look at the Corsi of the game, Dallas, that 55 to 35. Again, Corsi is all shots that are taken throughout the game, uh, whether they're blocked on goal, they go wide anytime a player shoots the puck. And so Dallas, you know, shot 20 more times uh, than Arizona this game, um, just in general, um, all kinds of shots, like I said, wide on net, deflected shots what have you. They led 35 to 24 in Fenwick, which was uncontested shots. So Dallas was getting a lot more open looks than the Coyotes. Uh, and they also just led the game overall 28 to 19 on shots on goal. These are only shots that were either saved by the goalie on goal, went in the net, what have you. Uh, and they led the way in scoring chances, 29 to 15. And the most interesting stat of them all, the Dallas Stars led this game 15 to three on high danger scoring chances. So Dallas led the way in this game on all of those stats. Uh, seemed to be dominating on the offensive side of the ice in terms of just, you know, the chances they were getting and the volume of shots they were putting up. 15 to 3 high danger scoring chances, which means that Dallas found themselves around the net quite a bit and had a lot of opportunities to put the puck in really, really close to the crease, um, which they definitely did. There were several points in the game uh, where they connected on those goals, and a lot of the goals that they scored were a result of being close to the net, including the one from Jacob Peterson that was called back because of the kick. Um, and so it was just interesting to see that the Stars were getting their chances, getting their looks at the net, um, but they just weren't connecting early on in the game. And I think that was a huge part of it. Uh, so while, you know, we give credit to Arizona for playing a hard game, sticking with the Dallas Stars, uh, you know, it's certainly, you know, don't be deceived. Uh, and I don't think it's something that we need to, as Stars fans, you know, lose heart. Uh, and be worried about this team because we were letting a team like Arizona hang around. I think Dallas was playing fine. I think obviously just with, uh, you know, the the rust, if you will, I'm using air quotes, uh, of, of coming off a restful weekend um, and, you know, not having played since Thursday night. Uh, you know, they just weren't connecting. And so maybe it felt a little, it kind of, you know, it felt like the early part of the season where the Stars were getting some good looks but not scoring. But obviously by the end of the game, they got everything figured out uh, and they, you know, got on track and got the win. Um, but just interesting to see. So so don't be misled. Um, you know, the Dallas Stars let the Arizona Coyotes hang around because the Dallas Stars were doing their job in terms of, you know, trying to score and trying to uh, find a way to put themselves in position to win. The shots just weren't necessarily falling until the end of the game. So I think that's very interesting. Always fun to look at uh, the natural stat trick stats because they go a little deeper than just your traditional uh, ESPN or NHL.com stat sheets. Um, so always, you know, feel feel free yourself to go take a look at naturalstattrick.com 
Lots of really great stuff over there as far as some of the deeper stats and analytics of the game of hockey. Well, coming up next, we have a lot to talk about in regards to a Dallas Stars goalie, and it's not Anton Hudobin, Braden Holtby, or Jake Gottinger. It's Ben Bishop, and he will be making an appearance on an ice rink very, very soon, and we will talk about that in just a second. But before we do that, I do want to take a moment and say thank you to another sponsor of today's episode, and that is Bet Online. Bet Online has you covered all season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. As football season continues to march towards the playoffs, Bet Online remains your number one spot for all the sports action this season. Head to the new updated desktop or mobile website to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use our promo code Locked On to receive your bonus from basketball, football, NHL boxing and ufc right to your favorite vegas casino games don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet all of your favorite sports bet online where the game starts and to close out today's episode of locked on stars want to take a moment and talk about some news that came out on monday morning uh, via a press conference that the stars had before their game uh, yesterday evening against the Coyotes, and that is the return of goalie Ben Bishop. Uh, it's been a long time since we've seen Bishop on the ice. The last time he played uh, was the end of August in the 2020 playoffs in the bubble in Edmonton. Uh, and, you know, he's now going to get to play his first uh, game of hockey in a while. I almost said NHL hockey, but that is not true. He will be going down to the AHL in Cedar Park with the Texas Stars to play, uh, you know, a few games here, a conditioning stint, as it's been called, uh, just to kind of see how he feels and to put him in some actual game situations. He's been practicing with the Stars. He was back playing at training camp, um, but obviously himself and the coaches and the training staff did not see it fit to put him back into the game, especially at the NHL level, uh, just with uh, his knee and just having not played in a while. So he's been taking things slow, uh, but he announced to the press on Monday that he will be going down to Cedar Park to play some games in the AHL, the first of those being on Thursday night. Uh, so very excited for Ben Bishop. Uh, I know, you know, he's one of the most joyful people on this Dallas Stars team, always competitive, a great competitor. Uh, you know, he, he's been around the league uh, for a long, long time and had, you know, had stints with St. Louis, Ottawa, Tampa Bay, a year with Los Angeles. Uh, been with the Stars for the past few seasons. I know we all remember, uh, you know, his great playoffs in 2019. Obviously, uh, this team was sent home too early. Um, a tough loss to uh, that team up in St. Louis, but still a phenomenal playoff performance from Ben Bishop that time around. Um, you know, always, always been a great competitor on this team. Obviously, when we saw him in the 2020 playoffs, he was not at his best. We know now that he was playing not 100%, not playing fully healthy. Um, but very, very excited for him to get back out on the ice because I, I imagine uh, just being out as long as he was with the injury at the age that he's at, at age 35, that there were questions of whether or not that he would ever get to play hockey again. Uh, so I'm very excited for him to get to come back, obviously, uh, and you know to potentially continue his career. Um, but it, it just does strike the, the predicament that we've been faced with all season of how is this goalie room going to take shape as the season goes on. Um, you know, I don't necessarily expect to be wowed by Ben Bishop. I mean, maybe he'll he'll play really well at the AHL. I don't think that he's going to get destroyed at the AHL level. Um, but just being the age that he's at coming back from knee surgery, uh, I certainly don't expect to see what we saw back when he was a three-time Vesna finalist. Because um, yeah, I just think his better days are behind him. Um, I mean, I, I, 
I, I don't think, he, like I said, I don't think he's going to play terrible, but I don't think he's going to play great. I'm very curious to see how he plays, though. Uh, all we can do at this point is speculate up until Thursday when he gets his first uh, game of action at the AHL. But it just causes more questions, like I said, for how the, the goalie situation will continue to work out within the Stars organization. Uh, I'm sure that many of you have heard the rumors about Anton Hudobin potentially getting traded. I know Buffalo has been brought up. Uh, which I would absolutely hate, as I know many of you would as well. Uh, Anton Hudobin has been, you know, a favorite, a fan favorite of this team. Uh, and I know myself and others would hate to see him go to a team that's not even going to be contending for a Stanley Cup this season. Would love to see him go to a, you know, a competitive team if we're going to part ways with Anton Hudobin. Uh, but I just don't know. But then also, okay, you get rid of Hudobin. Uh, but then what? You still have three guys. Do you keep all three guys on the roster? Do you send Ottinger back down? Because uh, I don't think it makes sense to bring Bishop back and then just let him play at the AHL level. Um, I, I just I don't know if that's something they would do. But also, do you take Ottinger back down? I don't think that makes sense because he's playing very, very well here at the NHL level. He hasn't lost a game yet. Uh, and Braden Holtby seems to be figuring things out again. Uh, do you get rid of him? You just brought him in this offseason. You obviously saw something in him over the offseason and said, hey, we want this guy on our team. He just signed a new deal. Uh, not a very long deal. Uh, not paying him a whole lot of money. But still, something that you have to consider, it's a weird situation to be in, not necessarily a bad situation to be in. Um, if you ask me what I would like to see, I, I I think as sad as it would be, obviously, like I said, fan favorite, I think you trade Hudob and see if you can get maybe, I, I imagine, draft picks. I don't think that we would get any crazy uh, you know, players or you know, someone that's just going to come in and change this team and boost this team even more than it already is. Uh, and I just, I would personally love to see uh, Holtby and Jake Ottinger at the NHL level still. I don't know necessarily what that means we would do with Bishop. Do we try to trade Bishop? Do we, you know, try to get rid of him in some way? Do we keep him at the AHL level? I, I don't necessarily know. Uh, I'm not necessarily chomping at the bit to see Bishop back in the NHL net, uh, you know, between the pipes for the stars. It'd be a cool moment, uh, especially if it was a home game. But I, I mean, just at where the stars are now, I don't see the need to bring him back. Uh, you know, if the Stars were struggling and had no answers between the pipes, I, I understand that situation and maybe trying to bring Bishop back, but they're doing just fine. Uh, Braden Holtby played pretty well overall against Arizona. He played really well, uh, you know, in the past few games over this win streak um, and Ottinger has as well. So I don't see any reason why you pull those two guys. Don't really know what that's going to mean for Bishop. Uh, obviously, I think we'll have maybe a little bit more answers on that or maybe a little bit more of an idea what might happen with him as we see him play at the AHL. Um, because maybe if he's really impressive, maybe it's a different conversation of if we do bring him back to the NHL level um, or if we try to to send him somewhere else and say, hey, this guy's playing really well. What can you offer us other teams in the NHL looking for a goalie? Um, so going to be very interesting to see how this all shapes out for the Stars. I do imagine that at least three of these four guys will stay with the team in some capacity. Um, if I were to guess who would be leaving, I think it would be Anton Hudobin. Uh, as much as we love Dobby, we absolutely love Dobby as Stars Nation. Uh, the goalie situation stays crazy. It's been crazy since the preseason, uh, and it has the drama in that situation has not slowed down yet. Uh, but it's exciting to watch, uh, and I guess it's a good problem to have to have all these proven goalies on the roster right now. But I don't think it will stay that way uh, for the foreseeable future, at least by the end of the season. Uh, I'm sure at least one, if not two, of the four guys that have uh, that are playing at the NHL level or could play at the NHL level will be gone.
But that's going to do it for today's episode of Locked on Stars. Be sure to tune in tomorrow for a preview of the Stars matchup with the Vegas Golden Knights. Thank you again for making Locked on Stars your first listen of the day. Now go make your second listen of the day, the Locked on Bets podcast, your daily one-stop shop for all of your gambling needs. Locked on Bets, hosted by your boy Q with expert analysis and insight from Lee Sterling. Be sure to subscribe and follow the Locked on Stars podcast wherever you get your podcast at. Be sure to tell your friends about the show. Leave a review if you like what you hear. Uh, And also, like I said at the top of the show, we are 10 subscribers away from reaching 100 on YouTube. So be sure to hit that subscribe button. I truly do appreciate it. Be sure to follow me on Twitter at Dane double underscore Lewis. That's at D-A-N-E two underscores L-E-W-I-S. You can also find the show on Twitter at Locked on Stars. Always tweeting fun stuff over there. But that's going to do it for today's episode. Thank you guys for stopping by, and we will see you back here tomorrow.